Welcome to Dream Business Radio, the place to create your dream business now. Get ready for some inspiration, some encouragement, some proven business building strategies, and a couple of new ideas that you haven't even thought of. It's time to leave slow and steady as she goes to the other entrepreneurs, because this program is all about speed and fast results. And now, broadcasting from his floating home somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, the dream business coach himself, Jim Palmer. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Captain Jim Palmer. I am the dream business coach, and my computer <laughs> decided to restart and almost crash. We had a, uh, a power outage here on the boat earlier this morning, and something went kaflooey, and uh, my 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 buddy and friend Jeff and I were ready to go live on time and my camera wasn't on. So the computer said, you must restart. <laughs> well, anyway. Um, camera got hey, seasick, right? I know. Um, so anyway, I'm, I'm feeling slightly discombobulated. Hope you're, hope you're going to join us here. Hope you didn't just cut cut and chase anyway welcome to a very hey, special... i used to be a therapist i'll help combobulate you yeah you you get me um you get me calm down here <laughs> welcome <laughs> to a very special facebook live edition of dream business radio this is episode 449 jeff can you believe that that's incredible um, 449? i love doing this podcast and you know i get to talk to some really smart people where i get to share great information great content and dream business so building information <laughs> I know, right? Oh, and my computer just went white again. Oh, you're still there. Oh still my here. gosh. You're still there. We're still here. So man, if, if I got knocked off, we'll just pick it again and do it another day because I can't go through that again. Um let me pain. just um I'm gonna uh uh I think that's just uh my browser starting, but I'm gonna assume we're live, even though I didn't do my remote check. Um I can see you, you can see oh, me. If you, Jeff, if you can see us broadcasting on my profile page, you can share that to your page and that way we'll uh, get to share this great message. Anyway, okay. sometimes people ask me, you know, Jim, what's a, what's the secret to great marketing? Well, there's a lot of secrets, but one of the things is you have to be consistent. If you're going to do a weekly show, video, podcast or whatever, you got to do it weekly. You can't do it when you feel like it. So my special, and that is the topic of today's, um, it's all about content marketing. Jeff Herring. All right, Jim, breathe. Whoa. Just calm down. Here we go. Jeff Herring. Take a breath. Picture yourself know, in a right? really relaxed place. Put your, Just imagine in your mind, Jim, you're sitting on a beautiful boat <laughs> in the water, okay, living your dream life, relaxing. Slightly rocking. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Jeff Herring, okay, is the creator of Content Creation Nation. Jeff, Content Creation Nation and Smart Content Income. His students and members discover how to create, repurpose, and profit with all kinds of content. This is all about content marketing. Jeff is a single dad of two sons, two large dogs, and he has a new grandson. Jeff, yes, Hello. you're a grandpa. What do they call you? That? It's the coolest thing ever. I am so smitten with this guy. His name is Bodie, B-O-D-I-E. What a cool name. And and we don't know what he's going to call you. What do you want him to call you? Funny story. The my my son and daughter-in-law have been asking me that, you know? And I kept <laughs> it's embarrassing. I kept saying, it's up to him, whatever he wants. And then I was over there Thursday night and they asked me again. And they find he finally goes, John says, Dad, he has to have a starting place. <laughs> oh <laughs> my something. gosh. That's all is right, so pop. funny. 
start with pop. We'll see where that goes. All right. So Jeff, I just, I just made uh, the broadcast on my profile page public so you can now share it. Sorry about that. I should have done that Okay, cool. before we went live, but we're, we're catching up here. I met Jeff a few, I met Jeff a few years ago at a GKIC event. That's a Glazer Kennedy insider circle. He's also a member of my dream business mastermind coaching program. Jeff, welcome to dream business radio at 11 after the hour. How are you? Thank you, sir. I'm happy to be here. And you know, you can always count on Breakfield, right? He's over here commenting. He wants his money back. (laughs) <laughs> did he really <laughs> i haven't even hooked up the challenge or the comments yet anyway phil breakfield well i was just busting his ch- literally and the reason i didn't put on a shirt is i just came from our, our mastermind call which is not on cameras and then i said i gotta go right to, to my call with jeff which is probably why i shouldn't have booked i should have booked it at four o'clock what do you but mean anyway you didn't put a shirt on i see one well, I mean, I usually put a college shirt on when I'm broadcasting oh. well, with such an esteemed feel, colleague. You right? made me feel underdressed, so. Yeah. So anyway, on the on our group call, I said, Phil, I ordered my book last Thursday. Where is it, man? I, I need the address of the complaint department. So, anyway, <laughs> oh, goodness. I can't wait to read that book. Well, actually, that, I did bro. read most of it and the advanced copy. But one of the things my listeners of Dream Business Radio enjoy so much about the interviews that I bring them every week are the backstories because none of us just, you know, we weren't born under a bridge and we suddenly discovered the magic formula. Boom. Now we're successful, right? There's always a backstory. Um, I know yours. It's pretty interesting. Back from Florida and then to GA, starting a whole new thing, going back to that. So give us a little bit of the uh, Jeff Herring backstory, because I think it's very inspirational. Well, all I ever wanted to be growing up in high school and college was a counseling psychologist and went to Florida State, got a master's, worked in a drug treatment center and um, opened a private practice. And, you know, you get you get taught nothing about running a business in grad school. I had one hour of practice building training only because our, my major professor was the the president of the national organization that year. And so I had to make it all up myself. Okay. Now the thing you got to understand about Tallahassee is with three universities, people get their degrees and they want to stay there. So there's more therapists um, than cab drivers in Tallahassee. The place is, is that right? Oh yeah. The place is teeming with mental health. Um, and so, you know, you've really got to, work hard to build a practice. Right. And so I just started doing a lot of different things, you know, speaking around town, doing groups, because I'd done a lot of groups in drug treatment and, you know, things were going pretty good. And then the funny thing is that there was this column that started in the local newspaper, right? Six months to a year gig writing about mental health. And the first three people that had it, um, they wrote really exciting stuff like what is depression? Mm-hmm. What is bipolar? What is anxiety? <laughs> you know, kind of boring stuff. And so it, n- the next time around came and I put in for it and didn't get it. And it, what was worse than not getting it was coming in second. Sometimes that's worse than last. Right. And that gets verified what I'd been told in grad school. Okay. Um, I've got a master's in counseling psychology and the pH of a PhD. Um, and I never finished the dissertation because my professors told me, I couldn't write and I believed them. Okay. And so a column came around again. I put in for it and got it. Uh, oh crap. What I got to come up with an idea of 650 words every week. Well, it's only for six months. Ended up going for 10 years and wow. still goes up in other places. Quickly got syndicated and in internationally syndicated. Um, but one of the best things, Jim, was that professor, Dr. Mary Hicks, who told me I couldn't write. She ended up signing up for one of my content creation 
workshop. That was, <laughs> yes. a, that was oh, a happy marketing day. Karma. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And so, you know, um, I never expected to do any of this. I thought I'd do the whole, you know, counseling thing and retire. Um, but I was playing with the internet, um, ended up getting divorced in 05, spent all of 06 because my family, like my, my kids moved up here to Atlanta. And I spent all of 06 going back and forth between two cities. And the thing that made the difference in that four to five hour drive, depending on how fast I went, um, I listened to internet training tapes. You know, back then they were cassette tapes or I had my yep. computer plugged into the dashboard. Um, and, um, you know, where I, when I got where I was going, I implemented what I'd listened to, you know. And here I was having created content every week um, for 10 years, right? And it's interesting. Herring came back from the dead. <laughs> Thank you, Phil. Um, here's the thing. I'm going to talk a lot about offline principles I used back then as we talk today. And all of these are like a thousand times more effective online. Okay? So we've, we've heard that term rolling university when you used to put cassette tapes into your oh, yeah. dashboard. You That really was – you. did you coin that phrase? Because you really were I, I out probably the miles. could have, uh, but, but it really worked, you know, because I, I was seeing a week's worth of clients in Tallahassee from Sunday night to Wednesday night, getting in the car, driving up here, um, seeing my kids, trying to get something going on up here, and then driving back on Sunday. Um, and so there was a lot of hours in the car. You know, and I thought, well, I could feel sorry for myself or I could learn some. Um, and so a lot of the things I did offline turned into good things online. That column in the paper, right, um, is when I when I discovered the power of content creation, because so many therapists in Tallahassee. But I became the guy in the paper. OK. And then I would take that column. I'd cut it out of the newspaper on Monday. Right. It's kind of a kick to go out in your driveway and there's your, your picture in the paper every Monday, you know? Just a black but, and white pencil line sketch or something? Or? No, it was it was a taken picture and everything. Okay. Um, I should have it here on a, on a screen because I had dark hair then. Um, <laughs> and then I'd cut it out and I'd do a couple of things with it. I'd make copies of it so no client ever left the office without a, a, a column in their hand with my contact info. Okay. Jeff, do you remember, do you remember, I know you're not going to lose your train of thought because you love talking about yourself, but do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> Did you give him that one, Phil? Oh Come my on. God. Am I, I am in a Rammy mood right now. Do you remember the first time a client came in, maybe even a new client, and they said, you're the guy in the paper and you kind of felt like a, a little celebrity or like, oh my God, I'm somebody. Do you remember that? They came in, Jim, with a column. Yeah. And the guy goes, my wife put this in my briefcase. I want to talk about this. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and so what I did is I took that column over to the number one um, morning show soft rock station in town. On Wednesdays, we did three minutes live on the column and then recorded three minutes for Friday as if it was Friday. Right? Yeah. And um, my friends would ask me, do you get paid for this? Like, no, not at all. Well, what are you doing that for? I said, imagine what it would cost to get six minutes of advertising on the number one morning show in town, focused completely on me and my practice. I'm getting it for driving over there and talking. Oh, okay. And then I became, um, you didn't know this, Jim, who you had here, okay? I was the good morning family therapist. Is that right? NBC 
uh, show once a month. So I slept out there. Now, take that online, folks, because what is text? What is the newspaper column become? Blog posts, articles, that kind of stuff. What's the radio show become? Podcast. What's mm. TV become? Videos. And here's what happened to the business. It blew up. I was full. I had a waiting list. I filled up other people. When the column went online in papers, I was filling up people in other cities, the people that didn't want to do phone coaching. Mm. And here's the big thing. Every other therapist in town, um, when they got a phone call from a new client, it was, how much do you charge? And will my insurance pay for it? Which makes sense. But if you think about it, they're also sure. asking, how little can I pay you? And can I get someone else to do it? Right. right. Because of those three things, the newspaper, the radio, TV, my, the first question I got was, how soon can I get in to see you? Mm. And so that whole price elasticity thing. Yeah. And the you know, power I, of celebrity. I, yeah. I could charge and nobody blinked. So you call yourself a recovering counseling psychologist. <laughs> how in the world did you come up with that? <laughs> well, you know, you, you sit there for 25 years talking with people. Um, and you don't know what that takes out of you until you're not doing it anymore. Um, even though I use all that stuff every day with, with my members. Um, but, but one day, it was about six years ago now, Caleb, my youngest, and I were down in Tallahassee for a um, homecoming for football and a reunion of a campus ministry. And you know how hard it is to describe what you do online, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. those people there at the reunion knew me as a counseling psychologist, right? And they kept asking me, well, Help me understand what it is you do now. And what came out of my mouth, it was like maybe it was a different location or whatever, is I said, well, I basically traded my couch for a mouse. Oh, my gosh. That is clever. Yeah, it just came out. <laughs> and they said, what does that mean? And I said, well, you know, here's what I do now. The column was the bridge, right? Because what I do all day, every day is I help people create, package, and sell profit with their content. Uh, and it's a great way to... to to live a day because I'm helping my members who have all their members. So I get to help them make a difference in the lives of all those people. And it's, it's a fun way to get up. So you discovered, well, so content creation, did you realize when you're doing the content, excuse me, when you're doing the column that it actually was creating content, did you make that connection or we was didn't that even call it that back then? Um, and, and I still couldn't write academically if you held a gun to my head. But mm -hmm. what I learned is I could talk about and write about what I saw going on in my office, you know, disguised enough so we didn't break confidentiality. But the unique thing is when you can demonstrate the unique way you approach problems and the unique way you approach problems, okay, and the yep. unique way you solve problems, that's what attracts people. So I knew I had something important because, you know, it got syndicated. It got customers flying into little old Tallahassee Regional Airport, you know, to spend a week in town and do counseling with me before we got back on the phone when they went back to New York or wherever. Um, but you'll get a kick out of this story, okay? Um, back then, two things really convinced me I had something. One, I wrote a column called Sunday Night Syndrome, and I had noticed myself and other people, clients and friends, getting nervous on Sunday as the work week began, mm -hmm. right? And so I wrote some, I made up Sunday night syndrome, mild, moderate, severe signs and symptoms and what to do. Right. Okay. So just made it up. 
about 10 days later, remember this is before the internet. Yes. About 10 days later, I started getting letters and phone calls. Where, where can I get your book? Where'd you do your research? Where can I learn more about this? And I'm like, I made this up 10 days ago. Um, so that was one thing. And then you'll laugh at this. People would write me letters all the time and I'd put them in a database for my first um, email marketing list, which mm -hmm. was in CompuServe. Okay. Tell you how long ago this was. Wow. That's really ancient. Once it got up to about 250, it was really a pain in the butt to unsubscribe someone and go find them, you know? Yeah. Um, so what I put together, there's a piece of software out there called ClickBook, not ClickBank, but ClickBook. You can take an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper and it turns it on its side and prints it and you fold it up and put on a cover and you've got a booklet, right? Okay. I started selling those um, on my daily newsletter I was sending out five days a week. Um, to these people that had written me and I charged five bucks for them. And dude, when I started getting $5 bills in the mail, I thought I'd hit the <laughs> In the mail. <laughs> that, yeah. And they would wow. mail me a $5 check or a $5 bill and I'd mail back the booklet. And I thought I'd not died and gone to heaven, man. Wow. So, so Jeff, let's, um, what's, I don't even know what time we went live, but, um, I, it, it feels like we want, I want to get going a little bit here. Um, so when you moved to Atlanta, uh, you didn't restart your your therapist practice, right? You went all in on content marketing, right? Kind of, sort of. I was okay. doing both for a while. I was doing some relationship coaching, setting up a singles coaching business. And in fact, I had a radio show in Atlanta my first year up here, Relationship mm -hmm. Radio, um, that I lucked into. Um, but it took an hour to drive down there, an hour to prepare it, an hour to do it. And an hour to get back, right? Yeah. Think about what you can get done on four hours online, right? So I eventually went full time into it. Uh, and the thing that really helped is one day a partner in another business, a practice building business, asked me to speak on our monthly webinar or teleseminar about writing these articles. And he said, go look at your 10 years of stuff and see if there's any pattern to what you do. And all of a sudden I realized, yeah, there's, I, there's, there's a formula for these things. Okay. So I started putting them together um, and ended up creating my templates. Okay. Back okay. then they were called article writing templates. Now they're content creation templates. The amazing thing is that was my first product in spring of 05. The templates? Yeah. And it's still selling in different wow. versions. Jim Edwards and I made a wizard out of it, a software program. Um, but what it, what it does, I'm all about simplifying things. Okay. And instead of staring at a blank sheet of paper, this is fill in the blank simple. Okay. And if you can fill in the blanks, you can do this stuff. So, so, I mean, I know you became known as the template guy, but right. some people still think, so is this like headline, sub headline, opening paragraph? I mean, what's the, basically describe the template if you would. Great idea. Um, I call it the title package. Okay. The, um, hey, Tim, the, um, the pre-headline, the headline, and the sub-headline. Okay. So there's a template for that. And one of the things we're doing a lot with now are what I call chunk templates. And it's hmm. chunks of information, like three, five, or seven secrets, tips, barriers, mistakes, those kind of things, right? Okay. And so each template has that spelled out. Okay, like one title might be three, um, three 
nasty adjective, niche topic mistakes. So you fill in those blanks. Okay. And then next, I've got I've got some intro templates, and then I've got the the content templates where it would be, you know, um, nasty adjective, niche topic, mistake number one, and you name it. You talk about how it shows up, and you talk about what to do instead, and you just do that three times. Okay, and then a call to action. Which and that really takes care of that blank page syndrome, right? That's what that's what so oh, many yeah, writers yeah. suffer from. It's like they'll, oh, uh, a lot of a lot of people believe in blocking in the calendar. Okay, I've got to get up and write now, right? And so, correct. So you sit down, you're right, right. but uh, because it's scheduled, I'm, I don't feel creative and like I, I got to get on a blog post. I got to do this, that, and the other thing. So the templates kind of solve that problem. They really do solve that problem, and my students and members never write. They create little mind shift there, but mm -hmm. the best way not to get writer's block is don't ever write, just create. Yeah. Um, in the newsletter business, I used to teach something called the editorial calendar, right? So what do right. I come up with? Well, well, think on a creative moment, think about what am I going to do the next, you know, the next quarter or the next six months? What what are the right. things which can really come right out of your FAQs? What are the most common, you know, what are some things that you're going to teach? And you just block it out. So when that, when that moment comes where you got to create, you just go to that list. By the That's way, right. the other thing, I'd be curious about your uh, thoughts on this. You're saying in um, 05, 06, uh, there used to be tons of article writing sites and man, creating tons and tons of content. And then I figured out that <clears throat> through the weekly newsletter that I was putting out, the e electronic newsletter was going out to like 22,000 small business owners. I feel, I realized that somewhere in 60 to 90 days, I could start reusing because, you know, who remembers what they had for breakfast last week, let alone 60 days ago. <laughs> and that's assuming you got a you got a mind that has everybody's reading everything I put out all the time, which is never the case, right? No, you don't. You don't call that. So a talk follow, about repurposing and reusing, and I know they're sort of two. Well, there one thing can be used many times. Yeah, you you broke up a little bit. Um, but yeah, repurposing and reusing are really the same, and I learned that in my practice because that, like I said, that text call, that, that column in the newspaper would become two radio shows and one TV show. Okay. Right? And so I just took that online and started reusing them all, you know, in all kind of different ways. I mean, a lot of what we're talking about today comes from a lot of my, my written content. Okay. And so you do it in different forms and you, you use old stuff. Like you said, I've got, uh, some of you all that have been around a while rem will remember Ezine Articles, that website. Okay? That's right. I remember the that. Article directory, okay? And they they really helped my career. So I'm grateful to them um, because I would put something in there every day, drove traffic like crazy. And, but then, you know, Google came along and changed some things and the traffic dried up from over yeah. there. But I've got, brace yourself, Jim, I've got okay. 1,625 articles. Oh my lord! <laughs> okay, all of which are slowly being brought over to Medium.com, which we'll talk about in a minute, to be repurposed. Now, some of these articles are 10, 15, 20 years old. Um, for the most part, it's copy and paste. They don't even have to be tweaked. Now, some of them have to be updated if I use right. an old reference or something that doesn't apply anymore. 
Um, but yeah, the, the beauty of it is my, my students and members, they'll create a piece of content and break that apart, repurpose that in, the, in many ways and use it for a week or a month. Is, is there something, uh, so we're in 2021, is there something equivalent to the breakthroughs of like easing articles or the different things where you could repurpose? I, you know, when I started doing video in 2009, remember when that little Kodak flip camera came out? Oh yeah, I love it. I started things. doing a weekly show. There was like two or three of my buddies did it. And I, you know, literally six months later, I was the only one standing. I did it for five years, <laughs> only missed two weeks in five years. But truth be told, my third book, The Fastest Way to Hire Profits, came from my videos. I went right. on my YouTube channel and I looked at which topics that I was teaching that, you know, that, that week, which ones had the highest views. And I took those and, and transcribed them and then worked with an editor to add more stuff to them. But it was pretty cool. I mean, that was like the ultimate in repurposing. Is there something new and hot today or even in the last couple of years, Jeff? Yep, I mentioned easing articles and, and that traffic dried up. LinkedIn Publishing did some of it for a while. And Medium, Medium, just a size.com. Side note, everybody, if you want to have fun, the next time you're out clothes shopping and they ask you for, you know, what size, tell them extra medium. Okay. I promise you they'll tell take two steps away to go get <laughs> it and then turn around and look at you funny. It's a kick. Try it, Jim. Okay, um, I will. Medium.com is this really cool site where you can publish your content, okay? Your articles, your blog posts, also your podcasts. This could be republished there. That You can put up video there. Now, here's the really cool thing, okay? This is even better than Easing Articles ever was for driving traffic. They have millions of members, millions of views. They have publications by niche that you can be published in. And guess what? Medium pays you for your content. Really? They pay you for the amount of time somebody is on your stuff. Hmm. Okay. Now there's people over there making thousands and people over there making hundreds, but you're going to do it anyway to build your business. Is that Why like the YouTube model where they're paying you for views? Yeah, but it's just a whole lot easier. Okay. okay? Because you, um, you, get, you get an account over there, you join the partner program, which is free. And then... Um, I've got all kinds of tips and tools and strategies to keep people on your content longer. Like my calls to action will be two parts. One, go sign up for this. So I'm list building. But also, if you'd like more great tips and tools about content creation, visit my content creation hub here. And I send them to an article in Medium that has like 10 articles listed. So they're, they're staying on there, staying reading my stuff, and I get paid more. Um, build a bigger following, get more people on my list. And, you know, I really can't say enough about medium.com. So um, a big question deserves a big answer, but we got to keep it somewhat brief. So the big topic, social media in all of its forms, you know, as you mentioned LinkedIn, and, and if you're uh, some elevated membership, you get to post long articles, right. certainly Facebook, Facebook groups, uh, using Twitter to drive people to a blog. I mean, all the different things, YouTube, et cetera, helpful or is it just, I know, I know so many people go, I don't even know where to start, Jim. Where do I start posting content? It seems like such a giant problem. It is, it is. And it can get very, very complicated and people get stuck. So yeah. one of my favorite things to do from counselor days through now is helping people get unstuck. Okay. okay. 
And so what I suggest people do is they pick their main form of content. It might be an article. It might be a video. It might be a podcast. Okay. You take one of those and you repurpose the heck out of it. For me, it's, it's written content, which is really funny because I'm the guy that couldn't write. Um, and I create that content, right? Okay. So let's say I create a, a, a three tips article. Somewhere in there, I'm going to have something about mindset and there's going to be a call to action, right? Mm -hmm. I just gave you the five parts of most of my webinars. Mindset, three somethings, steps, tips, mistakes, and then a call to action. Okay. Now, to answer your question about social media, what I do with that article then is break it up and it goes on all the other socials. The text goes on Instagram. Okay. Um, the graphics to come up in Medium go on Pinterest and drive traffic to my articles and my websites. Okay. I take that same content and turn it into a video. Okay. I turn it into a live cast. Right. And so that goes on. And the cool thing about Instagram is there's six um, ways to do video over there. And I, I'm doing some study and I'm playing with it, but I haven't done it yet. One of my new goals, I want to be the old guy on, on TikTok. Okay. And, yeah. and, you know, cause it's all a bunch of young people over there, but you can learn a lot over there. Okay. And so 15 second, 60 second videos, taking those same pieces of what I've already created, Jim, and just turning it into a different modality, mm -hmm. video, infographic, meme, podcast. Um, that way you cover all the socials if you want to. Now, um, you know, I, I've got a presence on all of them. I think it's important. I, I call it the stool theory, the three-legged stool. Find three to do really well on. Right. Okay? You that don't need eight. Not, yeah. That, oh, you're going to drive yourself crazy. Um, but like one of the cool things about Medium, about repurposing and getting on the socials, I published an article today. Okay? And the first thing that happened is a Dropbox came down where I could click a couple buttons and put it on my Facebook profile, my Facebook story. LinkedIn and Twitter. Okay. And then later on, um, I'll add it to the stories on Instagram. I'll add it to all kinds of different things. And so it's taken one piece of content and using it in every way possible. And here's something that's different about my model. Okay. A lot of people teach what I just told you. Gary V's got a whole big 28 step craziness about it. Okay. okay. But he leaves something out. Okay. Most people, when they get to when they get to creating their products, they start over with another blank screen, okay, which is torture. Okay, what's different about my model is that in my model, when you're creating your content, your promotional content, you're creating your products too. Because what you're doing, let's say the at three tip article, well, build that up a little bit, and it's an ebook. Build it up a little bit more. It's a three-module course. Mm, good, okay? good, smart, yeah. Or videos for that. So you're when you're creating your um, your content, you're creating your products, and it makes that a whole lot easier because you've already got it laid out. So you either bundle them together, or you you expand what you've already written, and boom, you've got courses and products and um, more than you know what to do with. I've forgotten some of the ones I've made. All right, so we got about four minutes left, and. Okay. Um, 
I want to circle and I know you I know you run your own mastermind group and I, I love talking masterminds, but on one of your blog posts, I was doing a little research for you because I said maybe there's something about Jeff I don't know. You had a blog <laughs> post <laughs> you had a blog a blog post called Content is a verb. What talk about that? I love it. Um yeah, it is people think about it as this hard thing, and it's not. Content is a verb. Content is all about taking action. Uh, one of the, the things I say over on Instagram a lot is um, I'll have some famous guy, like a picture of Winston Churchill saying, I created content today. How about you? Um, so it's taking action and it's doing it. And listen, folks, if you don't hear anything else from this interview, start. Okay. Even if you think you suck, you might. Yep. Okay. But the probably well right off the bat. What's that? They probably will right off the yeah, bat. Yeah, and the best way not to suck is do it and do it and do it and pay attention to what people like and just do more of that. You'll get good at it. Remember, I'm the guy that never finished my PhD because I can't write. So Okay. Um, I know. So you have your courses. Uh, you have different programs on content. You run your own mastermind, which is kind of cool. Right. Um, br briefly uh, describe how people can learn more from you, et cetera. Okay. Um, if you want to get started with all this, I've got um, 21 fresh content ideas, a little free guidebook at a creative title URL, Jim. It's 21freshcontentideas.com. Uh, <laughs> do they have to mail you $5 in an envelope? <laughs> <laughs> if they do, I'll give it to one of our charities, but no. There you, you don't go. Have to. Um, and then, um, you know, at the time of this recording, it's a little bit before May. I love launching stuff on my birthday, May 1st. Okay. Mm -hmm. May 1st, 1996, I went completely managed care and insurance free in my practice. People were like, don't do that, Jeff. You'll go out of business. A year later, they were asking me how I did it. Right. Yeah. So um, I've already got the content creation nation um, mentor program out there, the membership site. What I'm launching May 1st is something called um, called smart content income. And that new site, which is all inclusive, uh, will start on May 1st. And Jim, you know, you've been bugging the heck out of me to do this for a long time. You will be happy to know on May 3rd, I am finally starting a podcast. Is that right? I'm fine. I wear everybody down eventually. <laughs> a smart, in, smart content income podcast. And I want you as a guest. I, I will be there for you. You know that. So, awesome. Jeff, you know, we, we met years ago and knew each other peripherally and, and you know, I think we even uh, supported each other here and there. But then a couple yep. of years ago, you reached out. And to me, I've, I'm like, man, this guy's real. This guy's done a lot. I, I kind of held you in high esteem because you, you had huge name recognition. <laughs> I love the past tense nature. Of <laughs> I used to hold you in high esteem. <laughs> no, I'm just anything, kidding. Phil. Totally kidding with you. But no, I saw your name in my email and you said, I want to talk to you about your dream business mastermind. So I always like to circle back to masterminding. T talk about that. Not in great detail, obviously, but... Um. Well, two things about that. I believe you always need to be growing. I will always be in some kind of mastermind. I'll always have one and I'll always be in one. Just like my group of guys I meet with on Friday for breakfast, my, my men's group. I mean, that's one version of it. But here's the thing I want to tell everybody about Jim. This guy saved my butt. Um, when I got a hold of him, because I was in, let, let's see how sh I should say this. I was in a situation where I needed to make a chunk of change really quick. And I was out of ideas for that time. And Jim gave me two or three and um, we made thousands. So hats off to Jim. If you're on this call and not in his dream business mastermind, change that. 
a good group. It's a really, really good it group. Is. And uh, I, I'm proud to I'm proud to call you a friend as, as you know, as well as a as a uh, a client. Um, I think you provide an immense amount of value. Um, so in addition to that, ER, the URL, the URL that was this long, jeffherring.com, right? That that's that's a, still right. a place to go. Right. Jeff Herring, which is J-E-F-F Herring, H-E-R-R-I-N-G.com. Jeff, like anything anything else real quick? We, we're going to, I'm pretty sure we've covered a half hour, even though we were about 20 minutes late. Yeah, let's, let's go to seven. Um, the bottom line, folks, two things. One, you can do this. If I can do this, you can do this. I mean, if Phil Brakefield can do this, you guys can do this. <laughs> um, and here's the other thing to remember. I like making things as simple as possible. And I've boiled all this down in my niche to three things, Jim. Create, repurpose, profit. Create, repurpose, profit. Folks, you get good at those three things and you'll be able to write your own ticket. And I don't know if you'll end up living on a boat, but you'll create a lifestyle you like. Very good. And you got to keep working because diesel fuel is going up. <laughs> so anyway. You folks, see what, Jim, what Phil's saying down there? Jeff and I intended, attended Jim's mastermind in Baltimore a couple years ago. Jeff cheated off my paper. <laughs> yeah, we, you know what? We do some really big things in the Dream Business Mastermind, but we also have a hell of a lot of fun. That's you know, sure. uh, we support each other. We kick you remember each other. Remember when I, when I stopped you like the first two minutes of that day? Because you were delivering gold. Remember? But you were talking so fast because you wanted you, to get it all in. And finally, I, was, I raised my hand. I said, uh, Jim, Jim, I'm ready to leave. You know, and I'm like, what the hell? You actually, so just so for the folks know, we're, we're around this boardroom table. I think there was about 14 or 15 people yeah. there. And instead of just going right into the different uh, profit seats, I call them, I, I, well, I was going to teach something for 20 minutes on price elasticity, how you can charge more, how you can, you know, just do away with price resistance and increase your fees, et cetera. About 10 minutes into my 20 minute um, lesson plan, Jeff raises his hand and goes, I'm ready to leave now. And I'm like, and what the hell? How rude is that? And he goes, no, I've got more value now. Than, that's all I need. I want to go implement. It was a great compliment, but yeah, thank you I very said, much. Slow down a little bit because my hand hurts. <laughs> that's great. All right, Jeff. Thank you so much, buddy. Really appreciate your coming on and, and Absolutely. appreciate your holding you down the me. fort. Well, my, my old Dell computer restarted. Good Lord. Hey, thank I, you, sir. I, I, I felt your pain. I've been there. I've been there. I know. My pleasure to be here. Look forward to doing it again and to having you as a guest too. Absolutely. I'm ready to do that. Hey folks, that wraps up this very special interview with Mr. Jeff Herring, who's known as Mr. Content, Mr. Template, Mr. Everything. You can connect with him at jeffherring.com. You can connect with me at getjimpalmer.com. If you're interested in joining Jeff and about 28 other really cool entrepreneurs like you've been meeting, go to dreambizcoaching, dreambizcoaching.com. But that's it. Until this time next week, another fantastic interview. I am Captain Jim Palmer calm, cute, cool, and, and relaxed now that this is over. Jeff, you take good care, buddy. Have a good one. You too, take care. Thank you. Now it's time to go implement what you've learned. Great ideas are nice, but results only happen through action and implementation. So stay focused. Kick all distractions to the curb. Sleep a little less if you have to. And create your dream business now so you too can live your dream lifestyle. To learn about building your dream business, join Jim's free dream business Facebook community at dreambizgroup.com. That's dreambizgroup.com. <laughs> See you next week for more Dream Business Radio.